Hey, what's going on? Sonia here with you. And oh man, welcome back to Men Explain. It has been a while. Just like a relationship, we took a short little break, but we are back. And I've got some special guests here with me today. Um, they will be no strangers to you, I promise you that. And um, it's almost going to be like a little catch-up for us too. Please welcome Tabitha and Louie! Yay! <laughs> Hi, thanks for having us. Hi, I'm Tabitha. I'm a singer, sometimes actress, a dog lover and dog mom. And um, I also like cheese. Hi, I'm Louie, Tabitha's partner. Oh, that's Aww. really sweet. Okay. I like how you said, um, I like cheese, and then Love you looked cheese. at Louis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you know we're here today to talk about relationships, and this is yep. what the podcast is all about. We explore different facets of relationships, um, both in the workplace, friendships, relationships, romantic relationships, everything. We've been through so much over the past few episodes, and now we're going to be addressing toxic relationships. Nice. Dumb, dumb, no, I mean, dumb. seriously. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Yeah, that's right. As in, it, it's such a broad topic isn't it, it because is. it doesn't just cover one thing like you've got the emotional aspect of it yeah. then you know at sometimes like the more serious stuff would be like the physical aspect of it mm. um it's very broad there's so many things that fall under it yes it could also be like toxic bosses or managers and like of course yeah, of course. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. today i mean obviously we're going to be focusing on toxic relationships in a romantic sense as well um have you guys personally experienced anything like that at all have you been in a toxic relationship are you the toxic one no i don't think i have but i've had close friends in toxic relationships mm. before. Which oh. you can also share stories about anonymously too. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yeah. You can share anonymously. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think I may have been like, when I was younger, mm. had like ex-girlfriends that were like a little bit toxic, yeah. but nothing crazy. Mm. Like mm. nothing physical, more like emotional. And but then, perhaps you might not even have realized it at the time. Yeah, exactly. And you were young, like yeah. 13, 14. Mm. Yeah. What about yeah. you? Mm. Anything? Uh, <laughs> I think for me, maybe this topic like is a little bit close to home yeah. because I have been yes. in a relationship before where it was toxic. And so I've got some experience, I would say. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so maybe Tabs, if you want to like sort of expand on that a little bit, um, what did you experience in this toxic relationship that you want to highlight here on the show today? Yeah, okay. Where do we even start i feel like the relationship that i was in uh in the past mm. was your very typical standard toxic relationship in a sense that it was very emotionally manipulative mm. very controlling there was also physical abuse these are the things that you need to look out for in order to I don't know. How to do prevent I say yourself from just to be aware yeah. of it. Yeah, to be aware. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people don't realize they're in like exactly. toxic relationships, and that's the problem. It's exactly. true. It's true, and yeah. it's funny because I feel like I only realized it mm. years after. I wouldn't even say it like right after. Mm. It took me a while of like you know having to like really sit down and think about the things that did happen, yeah. and like process them, and then really like look inward to realize, actually, you know what, that was kind of messed up. Yeah. Like. I didn't even see it. Yeah. Like someone else had to be like, hang on a second. That's not right. That's mm. not right. Have a look at that again mm. because, you know, it's not okay. So on that note, um, experts have actually defined toxic relationships as any relationship between people who don't support each other, where there's conflict and people are undermining each other as well. There's p perhaps competition 
disrespect, mm. you know, lack of cohesiveness, understanding. I think that's kind of all that you have mentioned earlier on as well. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, on the flip side, I guess, I want to know also how you got out of that situation. It's not so much when did I realize that this was a bad situation. I think I realized it pretty early on. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, this is bad. Like, obviously, if somebody's mm. hitting you, that's not a good thing, yeah. right? You don't want to be in a relationship like that. It was more of how do I get out? Mm. That was what I was Thinking, struggling yeah. with, right? I saw this interview yeah. that FKA Twigs did. Yes. Yeah. Right. And so there's always the question, oh, if you're in an abusive relationship, why didn't you just leave, right? Yes. Yeah. And so not to give any sort of explanation for why I didn't leave, mm. but I think a good um, context to help everyone understand is that abusers tend to cut off any close relationships that a person would have. Mm. So any close friends, yeah. which ended up happening at the time, like my close friends at the time, I ended up being cut off from. My family wasn't in the country, mm. like my mom and my sister, so having they were far away. Like, yeah. I felt like I wasn't really, you, you were know, isolated. I yeah. was isolated. It kind of felt like that. I was living in his house. Yeah. So again, you know, not my own space. Yeah. I didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. With all of these layers of things, yeah. to get out is not that easy. Yeah. You know, yeah. there are like so many different things to unpack. And so for me, I always knew at some point it was going to happen. Mm. I just didn't know when. Yeah. I tried many times before, which is also something that I read about that a lot of survivors of toxic, toxic. relationships yeah. go through they yeah. try multiple times before they can actually get out yeah i wouldn't say that this was the the the, the full reason why i left but what did help mm. was the fact that i met lou mm. and i felt extremely supported and safe and safe yeah i felt really safe and he, at the time, had no idea what was going on. Mm. Because I still wasn't talking about it to anybody. Yeah. I didn't want to because I didn't want people to look at me in a weird way. Mm. So I wasn't telling him what was going on. But just him being around, us talking, me getting to know him a little bit better, I felt extremely safe. And I've always felt that way since day one. Aww. And I still do now. No. <laughs> oh, you guys. He's like, thanks. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Okay, I'll spill some tea now uh, before yeah. I ask you the next question. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I had an ex-boyfriend, um, quite early on I think like I was still quite young before I even started doing this yeah um, it, it was it was really nice like I was totally in love with him everything we met at a club though <laughs> like as I usually do meet nice. people in clubs um, and it seemed great you know like yeah. for a while I was over at his place so much but things started to show like the cracks started to show when he was constantly like checking my phone firstly I oh. I hate that like yeah. you know even though I may not even have anything to hide you still feel the need to check my phone yeah. firstly secondly he would get super crazy and insecure when I don't for example reply a message fast enough girl and I know all of these was this when you were doing I radio know. though no no so this, this was, was like before free, like, this was way before I was like, still, in still in like, school I was oh, in school okay, yeah, right, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah and then this was the deal breaker okay one night, um, I didn't respond Yeah. Um, because, I don't know, I was out with friends or I, I, my phone was on silent, I can't remember. I saw like a ton of missed calls from him. He shows up at my house and back then I was living with my parents. Yeah, right? yeah. He shows up there and uh, he beats himself up in the stairwell. I've heard another story like this. What is yeah. wrong with these fucking I idiots? I don't know, like, and my dad was like, shut my dad, was just yeah. like... Boy, can you stop doing yeah, this? Yeah, I'd be like, if I was your <laughs> was dad, like, I'd be like, bro, what that yeah, doing? He was like... Can you get it together? <laughs> and I can awesome. imagine Papa Chu. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was like, with the straightest together, okay. face. Yeah. Like, 
get yeah. your shit together. And he didn't even know the context what was going yeah, on. He had yeah. to have a sit down with him and ask him like what happened. When he found out it was because I didn't reply some texts. Yeah. I'd be like, Raw, like oh, get come out on, my house. You know, but also I felt for him because I, I don't felt know. Felt for the your time, dad or the boyfriend? No, the ex-boyfriend. I would have felt for your dad. <laughs> My dad, okay. Imagine I how feel awkward that parents. is. Like him just walking out in like his yeah. boxer shorts and like a vest. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just like like eating dinner and then it's like this little waste man's there like mm, mm. This little wanker, I know you're gonna say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's about to say, he was yeah. about to say he wanker. Himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean I I was so young back then, I felt so bad for this guy. I was like, oh my god, this guy's beating himself up, you know, like yeah. beating himself up like this. Can you beat yourself up with your own fists? I, I mean I don't know. No. Maybe he was going through something, you know, I, I can't I can't speak for him because yeah. we know that there's so many levels of um mental well-being that we also have to address and I can't yeah. explain why he did that or what he was going through at the time but that was his way of acting out to me not responding or you know yeah. the possessiveness the insecurity and it just got too much I think at that point in time and there and then my parents were like we need to have a talk to you about but you know that's yeah. another form of yeah. manipulation though yeah because it's like no it's <laughs> yes, making you no, feel yeah. guilt because really Tabs went exactly. through, Tabs went went through, through the, the same thing, thing. Yes. that's yeah. why I'm like this story is mad yeah, yeah. So, so I felt like it was my my fault that he yeah. was beating himself up. And exactly, manipulation. Exactly. I Dickhead. was I was like maybe 18. I had no like yeah. freaking idea what was going on. I was like, this yeah. must have been my fault. Yeah. But you know, um, we moved on from there. Like we broke up shortly after. So yeah. thankfully at the time, I mean, I have very supportive parents. Yeah, I was going to say, did you yeah. break up because you had the support from your mum and dad? Yeah, so they, to, to give them credit, they didn't yell at me or say like, what kind of choices are you making? Like seriously, mm. But they knew that they had to let me learn. Yeah. And I feel, okay, this is a, a personal message to my parents, or public message. I'm sorry for putting you through so many ex-boyfriends. <laughs> big up dad though. <laughs> you know what? My, yeah, dad big up. Yeah, big like, up dad. my dad is a scary guy, okay? Like, oh my, my friends back in school used to not dare to send me home because they're like, your dad must be waiting at the door. They're like, scared. <laughs> so that, that, you know, sort of segues into the next question, which is about insecurities yeah. in a relationship. What do you think causes that kind of insecurity? In a partner. Oh wow! Do you, where do you think one. that stems I, that, from? You can go. I think you could break that down like so much. Whether yeah. it be like yeah. their upbringing, whether yeah. they got hugged enough as a kid, whether they got praised enough as a kid. Right. There's so many. There's layers. so many. It's like, too, it's too deep. Even, it's way too deep to be working out like in? why they're narcissists. I don't know. Maybe people just want to be controlling. Have you ever though been guilty of checking your partner's phone before? I, I, I will admit I, I don't I like to do it because yeah. I'm. I always yeah. go if you're gonna go look for something, yeah. you're gonna find something. Yeah, and it could be. The, but at the same time, I'm like, you don't want to do that to yourself because you'll hurt yourself. Right. Do you yeah. mean you're like but just trust you your partner enough to be like, nah, don't look. Okay, hold on. Yeah. But what if? And I am guilty. I've checked my partner's. Yeah. Not Jeremy. Just FYI. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, when you were a kid, right? When you're like teenagers <laughs> yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, you know, I have checked my yeah. partner's phone before but I had a reason I had a feeling and you know I had a gut feeling and I did find something that yeah. was pretty disastrous at the end of the day yeah. so I don't know whether you know if you're, you give your partner a reason to feel insecure or guilty like where does this you know begin like is it because I made my partner feel insecure that's why he checked my phone you know what I mean there's a theory like everyone is self-destructive in some way right yeah. where like you've got a good thing going on and mm. you're happy in this little bubble that you form that you're almost like it's too good to be true so you go looking right, for something or right. like you find out like 
little things annoy you, whether he may not pick up the laundry or he may not do the dishes or like, the, like as simple as those little tiny tasks yeah. could be one of those things that like snowballs you to having a reaction. Yeah, maybe. Do you maybe. Know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It could, it's just, it's just yeah, a theory. It could be both ways. Me? Like either you have a reason to, like you have a gut feeling or you're like, it's too good to be true. I can't, I, 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 there must be something yeah. wrong with this person. <laughs> like that's yeah. why you check. Yeah. It's hard. But I think from what I've experienced, yeah. the insecurity comes from the person, not mm. what the partner is doing mm. in the relationship. The insecurity is not what you've done to the partner. Mm-hmm. But majority of it comes from the partner itself. Mm. I like think that's where it stems from. Yeah. And then the actions after that pile up on top of it. Right, right. Like they must have had a bad experience. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then, and the then, and then the it could be like healed. taken out in the f- yeah. future. So, so yeah. let's say um, you guys have a suspicion on each other on something or like you're unhappy about something. Yeah. You would first talk about it, right? Like yeah, you guys obviously. have this open relationship. Yeah, like communication is fucking key. Right? Like yeah, you, you, yeah. you don't talk in your relationships, it's never going to work. Who is more of the person that raises things up and confronts the other or is it even? Hmm. It's hard, right? Because Tabs is stubborn and I'm stubborn. No, like swear, <laughs> no, swear down, swear down. Oh, like yeah. my, I think my most toxic trait is I just shut off and I can ignore people. Whereas like, so me and Tabs, if we have an argument, yeah. we'll do the standard thing of just ignoring each other for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then we like someone will do something stupid and then we'll just talk about it, I think, right. straight after. Yeah. yeah. I think you ignore me <laughs> to be... Okay. I'll show you. I'll ignore you. But my style of handling mm. um, stuff is to take a moment to just not speak. Because if I speak straight off the bat, mm. I'm going to say something I regret. That's a good Fair. point. So I yeah. always... Don't speak when you're angry. Don't speak yeah, and I wait until I'm a little bit more calm mm-hmm. and then I'm like, okay, then I will speak. But I think he takes it as a... as a She's not talking to me. I'm not going to talk to her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's so immature. It's so immature. And I know that. It's so immature. Yeah. And I think certain traits like this come with age and experience and maturity yeah. as well. Like, I used to be super fiery back then in my relationships. I'm like, yeah. I'm right. I'm right. But I think that's wrong. a defense mechanism. Like, yeah, you're defending yeah, yourself, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. you yeah. would be fiery because you're like, well, I'm not going to be attacked. I'm going to defend myself by attacking back. Yeah. Mm. But I, now my in, defense in, is just exactly in hindsight. When you look back at it, you're like, maybe I should have just calmed down a little before, yeah. you know, like yeah. going yeah. all out, right? And you like you just learn these things with time, right? Exactly. And, like, with experience. So, Tabs, in a previous interview you did with Vogue, nice feature by the way, Thank and you. you work quite a bit with them too. Some nice photos coming out from there. Maybe the next one will be with Louis, um, his <laughs> modeling debut, perhaps. You oh, never know. Damn. <laughs> Um, You mentioned that, you know, obviously Louis helped you confront certain things in your past toxic relationship as well. Yeah. So tell us more about that and how, you know, a couple can work together after having a past like that. I knew something was up with Tabs and Mm. then I think a couple months down the line, we just actually had like a sit down talk about it because we were like, and uh, this wasn't a case of like, Oh, I asked what was wrong and she said nothing. Like I, mm. I could you know when you can just tell? Yeah. Like you can gauge something's happened was in the background. Was it just a vibe that you could tell something was I off? think it was what just I think I think it was just watching her interact with like said person or like mm. seeing her behaviour like change slightly. Mm. And I think those are kinda like tells like you know, I'm not trying to say to put you down anyway, but you know when you can tell like a child's been told off by the mum. Right. Like, say you're in a supermarket and you can tell a child's been told off by their mum and yeah. their moods change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's almost like that where you get, like, inside yourself or mm. you notice someone get inside yourself and you're like, yeah. rah, that's not right. Yeah. So uh, but wait, was, you're talking yeah. about when I would... Really I have, like, interact interactions. Like, yeah, I have, like, interactions oh, okay. is what I'm talking about. Right, okay. okay. So, because the ex was still 
in the equation at the yeah. time. There's like a slight crossover in the sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I guess yeah, you must have seen some. Yeah, must have sensed something. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's just like properly sketchy behavior. Was it a difficult conversation for you guys to have? The conversation in itself is always going to be difficult. Mm. But I didn't feel like it was hard to tell him mm. because of how understanding he is. I think it's harder to hear, you know. Open. Yeah. yeah. But say you have a child and you have like this X amount of love for that child. And yes. then you know that the child's like getting bullied right. or getting hit or like something much worse has happened to the child. It's painful for you to hear. Yeah, it's painful yeah. for you to hear. But also at the same time, you're like, I hate injustice. What can I do? Yeah, do you know what I mean? So I'm like, part of me is helpless almost. No, no, part of me is like, I want to go like stamp on his face. Like, as, as like great as it own. sounds, like 100%, right? This podcast right? is for pure like, honesty. I, I, like, I wanted to, like, but there's like initial reaction. Yes, yeah. yeah. You feel terrible for the person. Yeah. And then your main focus now is on like, okay, well, how do I help this person? Yes. Like, you, so, you migrate that energy that you had for like ruining someone to like, okay, how can I help the one that you love? That was yeah. my next question. What did you, what sort of steps did you take or identify to take to help because I think for the benefit of our audience as well, I know it's sometimes so broad and difficult to address a topic like this, yeah. but if you could, what were some things you did to support her at the point? I think, I, I think knowing what went on in the background previously, mm. I tried to do the complete opposite in the sense of like, I don't think Tabs had much control of what she was allowed to wear, mm -hmm. what to do. I don't think she had control of her own money, for example. Even though like, we work together now, I don't deal with any of that stuff. I put Tabs on a pedestal because I'm like, I want her to be the most independent, like boss ass bitch that she could be because she should know how that feels and she is that. Does that make sense? I don't want her feeling small again. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's like the hard oh. thing to work out. So it starts from the basic actions, basically. Well, yeah, if I, right? like, if I could What do you want to eat? Yeah. Like just putting those, like giving her the, like Give tabs the control. Choice. It'd be like, yeah, yeah, the choices and let her decide and dictate where yeah. she wants to go and what she wants to do. It's not being lazy. I think it's just being like considerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you make decisions together. Exactly, yeah. like you're equal. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's, you're just equal. You're not like you, it's not like this man like being like gentleman and all that shit. You generally just are as equal yeah. and be like, hey, you make the decisions as well. Yeah. So Tabby, obviously, you know, um, as we come to an end to our podcast very soon in a, in a few minutes, how would you then identify certain things to uh, certain people, for example, friends, family members? How can they show support or how can they reach out to someone who might be going through? Um, a toxic relationship one of the main like pieces of advice I would give is yeah. that just be there mm -hmm. there's going to be moments where like survivors feel like they are taking three steps forwards and then it's going to be like ten step back yeah and then they'll try again it's like five steps forward one step back and it's going to be like this wave of like you know up, up and, and downs down, yeah. okay, of trying to 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 leave or whatever right mm. but I think there needs to be constant support because if they feel constantly supported they're going to have a bit more courage to do it because you can't just tell someone to leave they need to feel like they can no I get you so you guys have been friends for a long time mm -hmm. yeah. did you ever pick anything up right like did you ever get a vibe or a sense of anything you know the funny thing is, when we were working together at the period of time, it was so much more of a work relationship than it was yeah. hanging out no, outside I get you, of I get that. You. And I don't think that I was really in Tabby's inner circle at the point in time too. Not yeah. to make excuses or anything, no, 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 no. but yeah, like I, I don't think I interacted with them enough to see certain things. Maybe like, you know, if there's somebody that's listening out there, then yeah. you are somehow in a, the same in relationship mm -hmm. where, you know, it's toxic or whatever. This is advice I would have given myself back then. Mm. Be open mm. 
and speak to somebody about it. That was my thing. I did not want anyone to know that this was what I was going through, so I refused to tell anyone. Even my closest best friend had no idea for six years. I didn't want to open up. I didn't want to talk to anybody about it because I felt like this was my problem. It's something I needed to deal with. But your friends and your family are there to help if you open up. Were you concerned about the image of your relationship to others at that point in time when you were in a toxic relationship and you know you mentioned you don't you didn't really open up to many people yeah. even your closest friends were you worried about saving face or the image yeah i mean i i didn't i again i didn't want people to perceive me to be something else mm. right i am tabitha nauser the yes, singer, I was. right? Yes, you are. And like, you know, I, I think I project, you know, a really like extroverted, like friendly personality. I didn't want people to think of me as somebody that wasn't strong, mm. right? And so I didn't want anyone to know. And you also wanted your relationship to look strong on the outside, on socials? On... I don't think so much about the relationship. Mm. I didn't want the relationship to look Just strong. More on yourself. It was mm. more of me. Okay. Because I was with this person, Yeah. I... You know how, you know, when you're with a partner, your partner reflects you and blah, blah, yes, blah. Yeah. Um, I just wanted people to look at my choice and be like, yeah, okay, she mm. made a great, she made mm. a good choice, mm. right? And so I didn't want it to be perceived as like, oh, how could she end up, right? you know? Like, yeah. how, well, when did this happen? Like, yeah. this makes no sense. But on a related note, I think, you know, we've all seen a fair share of people on Instagram and all portraying this, like, beautiful relationship, you know, all yeah. these nice pictures and all that. And you yeah. don't know what is actually going on behind there because sometimes they just yeah. want to project a perfect relationship but I think that's yeah. where like everyone fucks up at the same time because yeah. you want to be relatable at the same do you know what I mean like yeah. Tabs had her EP come out the things I should have said EP where Tabs was very honest and open about it and I think it was the most relatable piece of work that she'd done right where, where yeah. so much so that everyone would comment on it and be like I've been feeling exactly the same thing or I've been going through that or I've had friends that go through yeah. that and I think that allows you to connect more and shows that just by being yourself and showing a bit of weakness mm. allows you to be stronger in like the long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. And that's something that I've learned. Yeah, hundred percent. After anything else that you guys would like to add, maybe even as a couple um, to our audience members before we wrap up. Your friend <clears throat> may be defensive still. Right. Like, but don't give up on them. Don't give up on yeah. them. Yeah. Like check okay, in. Yeah. Like say if you fall out. Be a good friend in the sense of checking on them maybe like yes. a month down the line or two months down the line because maybe their dynamic has changed. Because you've had lost friends who were trying to reach out. Yeah. That's a great where point. I'm like, yeah. I'm not saying it's on them to do it, but like say they reached out three months down the line where your mood has changed, you might have been like, yeah, this has been happening. Yeah. So don't give yeah. up on them is what I'm trying to say. I think yeah. that's a very important point because with a lot of friendships and relationships, when it reaches the breaking point, we're like, I'm mm. telling you this. Yeah, like, you see, why don't yeah. you understand? Why don't you? And then you give up and you yeah, walk exactly. away from the friendship. But like, right? yeah. what I'm saying is you can do that and you may be like, if you're a good friend and even though you haven't got a strong relationship, in a couple of months down the line, just, just be like, hey, what's up? hey are, you you know, okay? are you okay? Is everything okay? I know I was a bit of a dick pushing it, but I want to check in again. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, yeah. And yeah, yeah that's that a great point. Because they may not like appreciate it then but they will appreciate it later yeah and i think we've had so many key takeaways from this podcast you know although i understand it can be tough sometimes to open up about these things and i really respect and admire that you guys came on talked about it tabby especially you know i know you have tons of experiences to share and i hope yeah. that you didn't have to hold back too much on it i know that there are details where it's tough to reveal on a public platform as well yeah. but you hit many key points and louis thank you for sharing how you supported tabby along the way too i thank think 
think you guys are perfect match. I'm so glad you found each other. Um, I mainly love Louis cooking, but still, I love you guys together. <laughs> She's I, saying yeah. she doesn't love you. I know. I was just thinking, what a <laughs> just your food. Well, yes, and <laughs> so it's not. And it's just violated it's me. Fantastic to see you guys build a life together with your little animal farm happening. It's so adorable. And animal cute. farm. What? It's no. Yeah, we do have an, yeah, animal, do have farm. an animal farm. So what do you guys have on coming up in the next um, few months? Tabs has her single coming out in the next couple of months. We don't right? really have a date yet, but mm -hmm. we know that it's going to be in the Yay. next two or three I think, months. Well, I'm hoping before yeah. like Chinese New Year, right? Hopefully, fingers Hopefully, crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, we're currently twitching and live streaming. Yes. yes. So oh, Tabs yeah. is playing a few games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Lou's the main one. Okay, let's be real. I'm just sort of there as like, Hi, uh, girl. Jeremy yeah. will be joining me. Uh, dude, I, I can't even navigate my way around Call of Duty. Like, I'm shooting the sky. Forget nice. about it. Nice. Like, floor. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, I don't know how to look up. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. We had a fantastic yes. time. It's the first time we've ever sat down to do something like this, especially to address such a challenging um, yeah, it's topic. Yeah, it's like a serious topic. That has so many layers, but, you know, thank you for being personal and opening up as well. On a more serious note, if you feel like you are in any sort of trouble or physical danger, you should consider calling the National Anti-Violence Helpline. That is 1-800-777-0000. Facing violence or abuse is not a trivial matter, so we really hope that you reach out to the right people. And uh, it could start with just talking to your friends and loved ones and know that you are not alone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Men Explain. If you like this episode, please hit the follow button. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, follow at itsclarity.co on Instagram and Facebook for more content like this. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>